You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. Our first concern, it should not be to to just leave it all behind, but to bring healing to the world around us. Jesus modeled how we can be conduits of healing to this world, and, and we're to be about setting that healing in motion. Welcome to the Jesus for Everyone podcast. My name is Herb Montgomery, and this is episode 319, and our title this week is We Are Not just passing through. We at Renewed Heart Ministries are wishing you peace during this critical time. Uh, To read how Renewed Heart Ministries is responding to COVID-19, I want to encourage you to go to renewedheartministries.com and you can click on the graphic there uh, to find out more. We'll talk about it more again uh, before we end this podcast. But for now, in Matthew's gospel, we read these words from the Sermon on the Mount. In Matthew 5, 5, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. In this verse, Jesus is focusing our attention on earth, not on heaven. Through history, many Christians have emphasized getting to heaven after death as their ultimate goal. The lyrics of the popular hymn, This World Is Not My Home, those lyrics read, This world is not my home, I'm just a passing through, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Yet this focus is, it's a late development in the Christian religion, and it's tellingly absent from the Jewish teachings of the the Jesus described in the Synoptic Gospels. This absence in Matthew, Mark, and Luke it should challenge or even confront um, the, the, the post-mortem otherworld emphasis in Christianity today. Consider these two other passages from Matthew. In Matthew 5.13, we find, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its saltiness, How can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And Matthew 6.10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. By much of evangelical Christianity's focus, though, one would assume that Matthew's gospel instead read, blessed are the meek, for they shall make it to heaven. This departs from the early Jewish Jesus movement, which focused on healing our world, not escaping it. Jesus and his early followers, they viewed this world as our home. We were not just simply passing through it to someplace better. With a focus on heaven, we've emphasized the spiritual over the material, and we've defined the material as less than, and even we've even defined the material often as, as sinful. This focus it's also done immeasurable damage by inspiring complicity with or or participation in or even sponsorship of earthly systemic injustice, economic, racial, gendered, sexual injustices, and more. And many Christians also live unmoved by the, the deep ecological crisis that we're now facing as a human race. What we find instead in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and even in John, is that Jesus did not focus his followers 
on getting people out of this place to some far distant heaven. Instead, he focused on bringing justice and liberation and reparations and, and healing to his fellow earthly inhabitants in his own Jewish society. Jesus, after all, remember, Jesus was not a Christian. He was a Jew. And healing our world has a rich Jewish history. Bringing healing and transformation to, to earthly systems of injustice was the Jewish prophetic soil in which the roots of the Gospels grew. The, the, the Gospels' earthly focus, it traces back to the ancient Hebrew Genesis narrative as well. This is from the Hebrew Testament, Genesis 1.26. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image, in our likeness, so that they may have dominion over the fish in the sea and the birds of the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. The early Christian community, which also preserved for us the last book of the New Testament, it ends the canon not with earth being forsaken for some heavenly dwelling, but with earth itself being repaired, restored, and, and healed. This is Revelation 21, 2 through 3. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God will be with them and be their God. Whatever one makes of the book of Revelation and its, its many interpretations, its story ends on earth, not in heaven. And there are some differences of belief in contemporary Christianity on this point. Some believe that we go to heaven permanently at death. Some believe instead that heaven is a, a temporary resting place before earth is, is finally restored. Martin Luther and some Anabaptists, such as Michael Sattler, believed this in the 16th century. And still others, other Christians, they don't believe that they'll ever enter a cosmic heaven, but they believe that death is, is like some sort of sleep where they, they simply wait for a future resurrection here on earth once earth has been restored. And I, I'm not personally concerned with these minute differences. What I am concerned with is what fruit your beliefs produce in your life. Is your focus on getting a cosmic heaven while you ignore systemic injustice, oppression, and violence that are expressing themselves in concrete ways here on earth? Does your beliefs, do they, do they enable and empower you to instead engage justice work here in our world now presently? I don't believe that as a follower of Jesus, we should be living as if this world is not our home. Let's no longer say that we're just passing through. I remember an advertisement for an interfaith chapel in Atlanta's International Airport years ago when I was traveling between seminars. The advertisement had, had clip art of a, a kneeling person, and under the image it said, because we're all just passing through. And, and that, that was a fitting slogan for an airport where people are literally passing through every day. But the more I pondered it, I don't believe that Jesus taught that. This world is our home, and we have a lot of work 
to do yet. On earth, as it is in heaven, is a prayer that's not yet answered. And, and we're the ones that must answer it. We're the ones we've been waiting, waiting on, as, as Alice Walker stated. Jesus showed us also how, how to do it. We have to first let go of our, our fixed idea that this world is evil and, and, and something we have to escape. This world it has evil in it, but it also has beauty. It has injustice, but it also has compassion and justice and charity and love. As Jesus followers, we're called to foster justice and compassion and care where they're thriving. We're called to sow the seeds of life-giving change. We're called to display what our world could look like if it was shaped according to the ethics of resource sharing and mutual aid and distributive justice and the connectedness of people, then the interconnectedness of the communities also that we belong to. In Luke's gospel, Jesus commissioned his followers in Luke 9 verse 2 to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. There is sickness in our world. There's physical sickness, economic, political, social, and ecological sicknesses. Our first concern, it should not be to, to just leave it all behind, but to bring healing to the world around us. Jesus modeled how we can be conduits of healing to this world, and, and we're to be about setting that healing in motion. We must be about uh, restoration, not relocation. Our goal should not be to depart, but to remain, doing as much good as we can in the time that we've been given. This world is our home. We are not just passing through. We're here to stay. And even if your beliefs state that at some point in the future you'll find yourself elsewhere, it'll be at that location that you can sing that you're just passing through. The story of the New Testament ends here on earth, for the sake of those who will come after us, we must take up the work of healing our world here today. This may take some, some deep transition in our beliefs. It, it must also create an even deeper transition in our actions. We must become more concerned with present systemic injustice. We must become more concerned with ecological destruction as a result of, of prioritizing capital gain. We must begin to place people and planet over power, profit, and privilege. If we're to have a brighter tomorrow, we must lay the foundation for that tomorrow uh, today. To follow the Jesus of the Synoptic Gospels is to deeply and humbly engage our communities and our society. What we'll find when we do this is that this kind of work is already being done by many who have been doing it quite a while. We'll find that they have wisdom that they will offer if we're humble enough to learn, to listen, and to learn. And there's plenty to do. We can come alongside them. We can put our hand to the plow just like they are and invest our energy into the work as well. I'm reminded of the words referenced by Rami uh, M. Shapiro in uh, A Wisdom of the Jewish Sages, a modern reading, reading of, of uh, Pirke Avat. I uh, hope I pronounced that correctly. This is page 41. It says, Do not be daunted by the enormity of the world's grief. Do justly now. Love mercy now. Walk humbly now. You are not obligated to complete the work, but neither are you free to abandon it. 
it. We're in this together, and together I believe we can create beautiful communities of love and justice. Another world is possible if we choose it, and I believe we can. I'll close with these words that uh, the Jewish Jesus would have grown up hearing uh, being read in the synagogues on Sabbaths throughout the year. This is Deuteronomy 30, 11 through 14. Now, what I'm commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you may ask who will ascend to heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it, nor is it beyond the sea so that you may ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you may obey it. Heart group application this week. This is really important. It's been shown that that we have the ability to slow the spread of of COVID-19 if we act together. And in moments like these, we at RHM, we we affirm that all people are made in the image of God and, and they're made to live as part of God's peace and love and justice. There is nothing more powerful and resilient than when people come together to prioritize the least of these. We at Renewed Heart Ministries, we're asking for right now that all heart groups not meet together physically at this time especially. And we're encouraging each of you, though, to to stay virtually connected and to practice at the same time social distancing. We can still be there for each other to help ease anxiety and, and fears. Uh, we're just asking that you that you uh, practice uh, that social dis- distancing at the present. Um, and we ask that if you do go out, that you keep uh, six feet of distance between you and others to stop the spread of the virus. virus. Um, this is also a time where we can practice what we were just talking about, the, the resource sharing, the mutual aid found in the Gospels. And make sure that others in your group have what they need, uh, especially those that can't get out. We are more interconnected than we realize, and this virus right now proves it. We need each other during this time. This is a time where we can work together, where we can prioritize protecting those that are most vulnerable vulnerable among us, and, and, and we'll get through this. For now, let's figure out new ways to take care of each other while we're uh, physically uh, apart. Thanks for checking in with us this week right where you are. Keep living in love, choosing compassion, taking action, and working towards justice. Another world is possible if we choose it. Stay well, each of you. I love each of you dearly. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.